Welcome to Seizure Salad Special Series, All Good in the G-Hood. Testing for brain surgery is right around the corner, along with the long-term sleep study that will have him stuck in the hospital with wires stuck to his head. Join us for one last hurrah as Micah goes back to Glenwood Springs to push boundaries, test limits, and celebrate life with loved ones. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B-Side. I try to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he will good. forever remember this day. If you ever if you were to bring this up to him, he said, "Yeah, you tried to beat me up on acid." And I was like, "What, dude?" On acid. I said, "I so did not." You probably like tripped over something and fell into it or something silly. Yeah. Right. And he probably right. was like, "He's trying to fight me." He's trying to beat me up. Oh yeah, go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> no, speaking of acid, you and I did acid for the first time together. Remember that? Oh, yeah, sure. You can't forget that. Oh, can't forget it. It was memorable. Came up here for like four or five days or something like that. Oh, your first trip was in Glenwood? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> and we went to the movie theaters when there were still movie theaters in the uh, mall in West Glenwood where yeah, Kmart was. I, I don't know. Yeah, I right. remember. And uh, what was it? It was Witchboard. Oh, I... With, uh, with that white snake singer's wife or something. <laughs> what? The redhead. Tawny Katane. That was her name. Wow, oh, man. I don't remember the, the movie necessarily. I remember it was the many... Ouija board that took her over. And then at the end, <laughs> there was this weird visual. <laughs> this is before CGI, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally cheesy. Great camera Cheesy. Totally cheesy. She was such a horrible actress. But we are on acid, so it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to be on acid then. I've always wanted to like yes. do acid. I've always wanted to do acid on a plane. I know I'll have a terrible time, but I just want to know what that experience is like. I know I it's gonna be terrible, I don't but <laughs> I, I, I've always been curious. I've always been curious. No, it has to be outdoors. Probably out of my own house because I'll like okay. looking at things and I'm obsessing over them. I need to not be in my own house. Mm -hmm. I got right. some nice comfy place. I feel like... be warm or cold and outside mm -hmm. access. Outside access, yeah, and not yep. get lost. I like that. Like That's the, the park. <laughs> <laughs> not I, just I, the woods. I get pretty lost <laughs> in the park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I you know, get you'll eventually too. find the end. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're not <laughs> wrong. You're Definitely. How, how many times you lost your shit and you just want to be outside? Yeah, it, going back to be being outside. Is, yeah. Michael lost his shit in a movie theater in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, Coyote. oh my God. And I specifically told him, gave him the keys to my car and told him, he said he, he lost his shit and he had to go sit in my car. Do not drive the car. Exactly. That's the last thing I said when I gave him the keys to my car and I do said, not do drive not it. drive my That's car. That's what I have at home. I went back inside the movie theater and lost my shit and Michael lost his shit in my car. Uh huh. And then when you went out to find if your you car, can, it was gone. Set aside. <laughs> and, and so was Micah. When I'm done with the surgery. Dude, trust me. I, get, oh, I can get these anytime. I have a like, sense of like any, Whenever you're ready, dude. You so, so got. I talked to the devil that night. 
Literally, I have not the devil heard this story just before. popped up. <laughs> yeah, you. I did tell you this I'm story. Not, no, I've not heard his story before. No. About the oh. Movie oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. were still talking about that. <laughs> no, that's when the devil popped up in the passenger seat. And that's when I had to drive. I got pulled over See, that and night. Here's the thing. I don't Fuck believe you. anything about the devil because... Blown out of my I, skull. He was and blown, she let me He go. was blown out of his skull. And the cop did encounter him behind the wheel. Yeah. And for whatever fucking reason, because this is the way I found him in a parking lot in the Pizza Hut. Parking lot. In, Not very far? Um, Just across the street, adjacent from the movie theater, there was Absolutely a... Absolutely no reason to move the car. Huh? <laughs> Absolutely yeah. no move. reason to move. Well, from where I left the car, town like six times. And from what he told me, and he said oh, he was, well, he told me that the devil was driving, and that. <laughs> and I'm in the CIA, right? Yeah, yeah, and all that great <laughs> stuff. And that's the thing, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the same plane as Mike, and. and I, we're coming down and the movie's over and my and the and the parking lot clears out and my car is gone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh Mike and you motherfucker. And so Where I went are you call, and where's my car? No, I went to now. My... <laughs> <laughs> it was total recall. <laughs> you know, when when Arnold Schwarzenegger is dressed as the fat lady yeah. Yeah. Head, like wait, 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 wait. And that's when I lost it. I was like that's when he lost it, but he's got to go up You're to supposed the... to get out of the car and run away if the devil's in the car. In the you don't, car. like, drive away with the devil. He was nice. <laughs> the very fact that... <laughs> seemed like a good dude. Just a little misunderstood. I don't know. <laughs> when we got back in the car, he was hell-bent on... The story that he gave me, that he was hell-bent on for absolute... That who the devil was in the car, and he was being driven around by the devil... But oh, you the, aren't driving. No, no, the no not at all. Only except for when the cop saw you. According to driving. my brain. This is, the way he, <laughs> this is the way he told me the story. And the way I found him, he was sitting in my middle console of my Jeep. Wait, I, in the console? Or uh, like on it? On it. it I was like, did he like Like you couldn't pick a chair, dude? Like there's like... <laughs> and that's the weird thing about it. He's in the fetal position in, on the middle console uh, in the summertime with the heat on, with the windows rolled up. I thought the I thought it had turned on AC. <laughs> Couldn't tell the difference. No, no, it was so it was so weird. I was it, so high. And me and another person came running up on the vehicle, and I'm I'm all banging on the window, and he's got the doors locked, and he won't look over. At, at like, either are you trying one to fucking kill yourself? Can I carbon monoxide poisoning here in the middle of summer or what? <laughs> And it was slowly, yeah. it's almost safer to the breathe that look than the outside. That he slowly looks over at me, and you know he just slowly, wide-eyed looks over at me, and I'm like, dude, unlock the door, and I'm like, dude, unlock the door, and it took a few times for him to register that. And he, what? Finally, <laughs> he finally unlocks the door. I'm sorry, and I, I can did, laugh now. I'm so excited to try this. The, I the this way before. I jumped. Oh, in it's the good. Car. I just picked one because they were out of the Voodoo Rangers, so I just it grabbed two really six good. packs. Especially, so I was like, it's experimental. So, you're gonna like, yes, Ooh. Carolyn. I think you're gonna like that. Ooh. So yeah. So yeah. Mikey gives me the wide wide eye look, and as I get get in the car, he, he proceeds to go into the story how he, he was driven around by the devil, and he was pulled over by the Albuquerque police, 
And then I went, yeah, you're full of shit, dude, because you were driving the car. But somehow, what the fuck, because they let you go. And the car ended up in the parking lot, but not in a parking spot, but like all sideways. With the emergency lights flashing. Oh, no. Some, yeah. You can find it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Because that's the weird thing about this shit is I went and made a phone call to my brother and I'm like, dude, Micah went and drove my fucking car. And he's no like, dude, and, and I don't know where the car and he's like, dude, you better find it. And so I went up and ran up to the main main strip and there across the street was the fucking Jeep. Blinking ass car. I know, just sitting, not in the spot, but, but in the lot. But blinking hazards on it and Micah sitting in the middle fucking console with the heat on with the windows rolled up in fetal position going, <laughs> what the fuck? This was still daytime? No, no this uh, was one in the morning. Oh, God, good. That's not quite as unusual. No. no. Yeah. What's more Very unusual is that if he did, if you did have an encounter with the police and they did let you go, in the state I found you in, I swear to God, dude. I went nobody out and nobody the fuck nobody did they... I know. I know. So no, I'm invi- I was hallucinating no. so he was going, hard I'm invisible. That night. I'm visible. I'm visible. I think you were sitting in my middle console on it. In it. <laughs> these, these guys had such a hard time getting me into the backseat. They're like, no, dude. That's what I kept asking him. Oh. I kept asking him. I said, can yeah. you slide in the back seat? And me and another dude jumped in the front yeah. of the passenger seat. And okay. Mike is sitting in the... In the gun. <laughs> With the heat on. We got to turn the heat off. It's in the middle of summer. It's already like 90 degrees out. Jesus. It at one in the morning. Middle of summer. And he, you're the one that brought this shit. And later he tells me, oh, I took, I took so much more than you guys did way before I gave you some. And I'm like, oh, no wonder you freaked out. Yeah. I did. That's what you. That's what you told me, and I'm like, oh, that's why you freaked out. <laughs> that's, don't take too many. Be, yeah, this year. What I read about now is about fifty percent of my the life. Look I've on spent his eyes. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, because I was I not quite twenty-five. I turned twenty-five in the state of Ontario. Okay. Yeah. And it was like my first friend outside of the Oh, really? Don't take too many. Damn, dude, that one of those that hostel has been through some shit. Then, if it's been there for that long, I hang out there all the time. Like, you know, it's like I always. Like it's cool place. You just go hang out. Like you meet some interesting cats. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, you know, especially with Iron Mountain, we get all the but you know the foreigners that come in and work oh, with us. I'm at the, the hot springs. Right. Yeah. So, but we get the every summer they bring in the J ones. They just work for the summer. Yeah. It's like a summer program they do. Yeah, I love that international. Yeah, it's so cool. So we just hang out at the hostel all the time. Well, just kick it. Um, yeah, I became friends with people at the hostel and wound up getting invited to New Zealand for mm-hmm. the Millennia Party in yeah. 2000. So I went there and there were going to be 15 of us go, but I went by myself. Hell yeah. And I didn't. I knew one person in all of New Zealand, and yeah, he okay. didn't know I was going there. Yeah. So I showed up unannounced. Nobody you don't want to touch that I knew. No, I do. I'm just already really fucking high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody that I knew in the country knew I was coming. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, my friends over here knew I was going to New Zealand, but nobody in New Zealand <laughs> <laughs> that I knew I knew you were coming. I'm like all the three people. Yeah. yeah. Well. So, yeah, I wound up sneaking up on my friend Alistair, who I used to know at the hostel. We used to run a dark room in the basement down there. He started a magazine. 
Remember in the 90s they started a magazine? It was cool. Like, it was before the Feral, but I was all involved in the Feral too. Um, but there was a magazine, and there's a there, uh, Gre uh, Gary had a bunch of dark room equipment down there in the basement. Really? Yeah. Nice. No, he did. Yeah, he did, and we set it all back up again. I mean, there were like the all the slide things oh and the trays God, and the chemicals, no. and there was a little closet that was I, full of ski gear. We took I, it out of there. I have no clue. No, yeah, we totally I, had I a dark room really set up no in the clue, basement cause... of the hostel, like '96. Oh, dude, you were in. You were in the front range. Yeah, you were gone. You were raising your kiddos. '96, dude. Yeah. I think I was. We were here trying to radicalize Glenwood. Radicalize. Let's see, Tatum. Wait. Well, if you'd been here, it would have been different. It would have been radicalized. We hey. could have. <laughs> I know. We were one we're mic short. Nice. We were one mic but, short of being radicalized. Yeah, one mic short. One mic short. <laughs> Let, let's heat the guilt. All right, dude. Where were you? He's doing something good. Come on, you he, make it sound like he's under accusation. Also, Where were you in 1996? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gentle. Because <laughs> you don't probably have a quick answer either, so shh. Oh, hell no. I'm trying to remember hey. where I was. But yes, yeah, I'm curious. I was no. pooping myself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, was, um, I was pooping myself. That's where I was, 96. <laughs> I might have been. You remember how you said you were working on letting other people talk and like get their point across? And... Anyways, okay. 96, 96. In 98, Tatum was born. We were living on Palmer Street, Angie and I. I was I was living on Seventh and Palmer. Matter of fact, in '96, that was about when the fires were breaking out. Was in like the rec center and all that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was living right over there. So you were living right over on. You and Sarah were living. That's when you and I were doing on, tile. You know what? The, the fires, there was 94, a Storm King, and then the other one wasn't until like 2002. Or yeah, that was Colsane. Because I, I remember, I remember Colsane. Yeah, right down on Palmer Avenue. Unless it was mm -hmm. a little fire that was So like, you suck. Anyway, I, I was, suck. I'm sorry. I, I was <laughs> living here, but. So you suck. Not that you guys are getting all remembering. We're like actually digging back into the memories and be like, where was I? <laughs> like, oh, you're like, uh, what was I doing? This is great. This is yeah, I think it is hey, great. Man. I wish yeah. you could have recorded all that. It is. I, uh. So you, <laughs> <laughs> so you suck. Well, the seizure No, it was after I got kicked out of Durango <laughs> and before I went back to college in Fort Collins. And I was, you and I were doing tile together. I was, you were basically teaching me how to do tile. I was trying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Didn't quite make it up. <laughs> no, I'm actually pretty good. Yeah, no, it's I did not, the tile it's, in that it's, not, it's not hard. It's no, not it's hard. Not. I'm good at it too. And you, uh, yeah, you just got to take your tile. place. Gotta make Down the lines all just... Hey, just make somebody else do it. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, uh-uh. <laughs> it's, uh, it's easy. That would be like yeah. 20 Man. dinners out. Like, will I have 20 dinners at a restaurant or will I set my own tile? I'm putting the fucking tile down myself. 
Titan. <laughs> you really, I mean, if you. I know it is it, pretty easy. It's yeah. not, but it's like, I don't know. I'm just lazy. And I'm really good with straight lines. Like, I can measure shit. Yeah, that's about um, all. I'm just lazy as shit. So it's like, I'll do it because, like, I have to. You know, but, like, I just oh, man. How that, I with the younger it. generation, we never used to be allowed to say we were lazy, but that was not an excuse. That was like an insult. Yeah. So no one would ever say they were lazy, but now it seems like if you say it, you don't have to do anything. Well, I think the way I think I look at it, like, I'm lazy. <laughs> and I'm like, how does this work? I think like it's like I'm lazy as shit with like other things, but like I'm also super motivated for other things. But like I just don't have any interest in tile, you know. It's like, but like anything that like I care about, like yeah, I'm lazy well, as shit with other things. Exactly. I don't have gotten to that point, so it's like yeah. it's not. It hasn't. If that's not the kind come, of thing you do. Come across it right now. It's just like yeah, tile. I install internet, you know. So it's like that's it. So. But <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem to be any part of your job description. Nah. Oh, but if you buy a house or something, something oh yeah, then for sure I would out. absolutely be like, yeah, I'm gonna figure it out. You know, I mean, I'm handy enough where like I'm sure it's not, it's and not it's a complicated thing. It's a good backup thing. job. Yeah, I mean, like I did roofing in high school, so yeah, I could do like roofing, small, but like just you don't have to carry really heavy things. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice and small things. Mm, yeah. Well, and a wet sauce so not gonna cut your thumb off. Yeah. Yeah. By all means, I like my thing. Probably. Right. I mean, super wrong. <laughs> I feel like any, if your thumb ever gets cut off, you did something very wrong to start. Yes, I'm good. Well, there's something too in the sense that what we can you. You worded it really well because I was thinking about how to how to put it together. What we used to call lazy, as like a derogatory term, is like it's not a derogatory term. I'm not saying it's a positive term per se, but it's like a non-issue. And part of this, I think, Isaac says this to me sometimes. You know, why do I want to do that? Why do I want to, you know, I'm trying to build the experience, man. Right well, no. What they're doing is they're looking at what's going on right now. And I, tell me if I'm wrong, Chuck. Mm. But, like, you see what's going on right now and, and the increasing inequality and the unaffordability of getting into a decent house. And it's like, all right, tiny home, mobile home. Fuck this. You know, I'm going to, this is broken. I'm going to play by my own rules. Well, I think you can already see that with tiny houses, that the counties and jurisdictions have rules that aren't really that welcoming to them. And that's because the places are starting to implement them. Because, like, you know, it's like the same thing. It's like tiny homes are like, houses are expensive as shit. You know, the only reason I'll uh, be able to buy someone anytime soon is because, like, I get a VA home loan, being a veteran. If it okay. wasn't for that, like, I wouldn't even be considering buying a home. Well, I've been looking at a lot of different tiny houses, and I have a degree in architecture, See, and I designed fancy fence houses and eco-friendly straw bale houses, which, of course, you would not do with a tiny home because mm-hmm. they're 18 inches thick. Mm-hmm. She's who you want to talk to. But I would yeah. love to help you with that. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. I would love to get into that, yeah. you know, and all that side of things, for sure. Yeah. But it's just, you know, just in general, like, yeah, tiny homes, off-grid living is, like, there's options out there in this day and age where there's so many options where we don't have to do the traditional buy a house and it's like there's so many different avenues i think that's yeah. the thing is like now it is with access to information nobody had before it's like well, and it's being expensive you got to find a way you know like you can't just like oh you know it's like it's, you're finding we have to find our own way to get ahead 
That's yeah. all it is. Your generation has we, figured out that you don't have to lock yourself into a fucking 40-year mortgage that's going to bankrupt you. Yeah. It's an impetus to save just like a few thousand dollars because like even if you're going for a $20,000 tiny home, probably you could get, if you had 5000 you could get in and like start it. Well, plus I know? think also like, at least for me, and I can't speak for everybody, but at least for me personally, like my motivation for a tiny home and stuff like that is also just... I don't really want to be have a 30 year mortgage somewhere, you know, like people my age, like we want to go, we want to see the world. We're more into experiences than, you know, your traditional American dream, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, we like, I'd rather save up a bunch of money and go see some cool shit. Like I don't need a lot of space to live. I don't need, you know, a four bedroom house. If it's just me and a couple cats, you know, and if somebody else comes along, then you you know you don't need a lot of space. It's like I'd rather invest that money, yeah. and you know, actually enjoying the world. It's, yeah. it's so easy to access now in this day and age. Like, yeah. you know, like not that long ago, think of how like I live in Rifle. Think how long ago, like a hundred years ago, it takes to get from Glenwood to Rifle, and for me, that's a daily drive of twenty five minutes. You know, it's like yeah. you can see the world real so easily. If you, so it's just like I'd rather invest my money in that than some big house that like and then all you're doing is paying for a roof of your head I'm paying somewhere I can starve to death that's cool <laughs> you know like, like I used to always move out in the summer it was great mm-hmm. go camp like, yeah and it's move like move around like and not try and set up a you don't have to yeah you just kind of hang you know and if you like, have a driver's license you can you can do that drive around all these different so many of my friends they like they've been, so, so many of my yeah. friends they've been like making their own little hippie vans you know they buy old cargo vans yeah. from like an old you know delivery company or whatever and then they'll renovate it get a heater going (laughs) insulate it and then they just travel the country you know just kind of go one place they'll work you know waiter whatever in the service industry make some decent money hang out it's like it's gonna be done and it's like why get locked into a 30-year mortgage when why why do i want to stay in one place for 30 years i haven't you know one day maybe i'll find that right now i don't have it you know it's like i like to to see at least some other places before you decide yeah exactly you know it's like (laughs) What's yeah, the worst that happens? There. I can come back to Glenwood you where I, I love it. You know, you can yeah. Get robbed. Yeah. You know, you've probably thought about all the worst things that could happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, at the end of the day, yeah. it's like I know I'll always have a place back here if I really need it. So it's like, yeah. we fine. Um, and there's a curse of Sopra, so of yeah. you're going to have to come back. God, I know. Of course. Can't get away. The curse of yeah, the curse of Sopra. I heard there's an antidote, but I know what it is, and I'm not going to tell you. That. She said license. <laughs> she said license. That's a good point I want to touch on. What do you. What? What? Oh, just how she's she's been talking about like she finds homes that can be moved can be moved and and stuff Mm -hmm. and like the innovation and the money that you can boost from equity Mm -hmm. and that alone and even if you had to pay for the property which is probably in your case would be the most like one hundred twenty thousand dollars for any lot we looked at they they turned me into like a property search like okay if i can spend because my my girlfriend wants to give her house away but it's gonna cost fifteen thousand dollars to move just the main little part, so I'd guess another five to move the rest. Um, and how much square Carbondale? So if I move it to it's anywhere else, twelve hundred square feet. The uh, no, no she the, said the, the original is, footprint, but yeah. the first one was like uh, four hundred, and then I think the other one was probably like. Looks almost the same size when you looked at at the Google Earth. It looks 700 square feet. Yeah, I think there was some other sheds off the back that might be counted. It's hard to say. I have a minute. I mean, she's Uh, a friend of mine. I could could go look. 
so and really, I, like, I only lifted up this house and set it down, it, so I'm like kind of good at that. I right. had, before I did this one, I lifted up and moved a couple of other buildings. But too. when you could set that, they were not this big, not the size. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I came into this with experience, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I just don't have any. And that's one of those things. If you can, if you yeah. can pull it off without having to fucking pull out some ridiculous mortgage or something, then why not? You got something there, you know. Equity. You got well, a little bit of land a, equity. That's cool. If yeah. I was on the Garfield County PNZ and Quinn said, "Can I just move this little house from Carbondale over here to my lot?" I would approve it. Mm -hmm. So maybe I should see if what I have a your folks? right now. They got room? They want another like, house? Yeah, <laughs> 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 this little house? <laughs> so I'm going to try that. No, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. foot house, Victorian house? They need one, man. That house is so packed. <laughs> <laughs> I love your shirt, dude. Dude, you like it? The Scott like shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, what a great gear. Caesar Salad Fluster Clunk Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Micah Ball. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page. Whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another special episode of Seizure Salad, All Good in the G-Hood. Until then, remember that it's all in your head.